Blog Talk Radio. Another edition of Sports Urban Legend, along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm of course William Ammo, and I hope you enjoy it, man. And uh, I hope you enjoy today's show because on the other line, of course, we have Macaulay Matthew. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? I'm good. You doing well, man? Uh, looking forward to the show tonight. Yeah, busy show, man. We're gonna dive right into the Carmelo trade. Uh, no Mercy pay-per-view event, give you our thoughts of who we think are going to win tomorrow night. Uh, talk about the Mets and Yankees. Mets get a, a, a you know, heartbreaking loss thanks to Murphy. Uh, uh, just a few minutes ago, we'll get into that. Also, the Yankees, you know, they're still in their playoff push. Uh, Jets, Jets versus, uh, you know, hosted the Dolphins. Um, you know, um, Giants are going to be in Philly against the Eagles. Yeah, and, you know, and we'll even talk Big Brother, you know, the the summary of the season, if we have time. Because, yeah, this is going to be a action-packed show. So, um, of course, you know, the number is uh, 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So, feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. But without further ado, let's let, let's go into the Mellow trade. And man, uh, you know we all knew it was gonna happen. Uh, Mellow was gonna get traded. You know that saga is finally over. I mean, you know, basically, you know, since we knew the Kyrie Irving trade wasn't gonna go down, uh, as we, we, you know, we suspected, you know, you know, Knicks wouldn't get, you know, um, equal value. You know. Thanks to you know Phil Jackson basically making it public that we're you know they're trying to trade Melo, so you know basically I feel bittersweet. I mean, I mean this is a great opportunity for Melo. You know he's gonna be paired with Paul George and um and uh, uh well I won't say um um and Westbrook. Yeah Westbrook. Yeah that's uh, his name is famous for for the moment the MVP. <laughs> His name yep. is at the moment. Yeah, Westbrook, man. They're going to be an awesome trio. You know, that, you know, that's going to be a, a team that could challenge the Warriors, you know, for the, for the title, you know, especially in the Western Conference, um, for sure. And, you know, the NBA. But, uh, you know, I still think it's still, you know, the Warriors. We're still going to have the Warriors versus um, Cavs again. Again. So, you know, for another year in a row. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's going to change. But in any case, um, yeah, um, for Melo, I mean, this is his biggest opportunity to win the championship. Um, he got his wish. You know, he's he's in the, the he's in the West Coast. It wasn't with Houston as he, he, he wanted it to. Well, rather, um, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Was it, was it Houston? This one's the team was one of the yeah with with Harden and um and uh, Paul Chris Paul yeah. yeah so he wanted to be he wanted to be traded there 
you know, but, you know, um, the problem is, is that, you know, he only, he only limited him to, you know, since he had the power with the no trade clause that he would only accept a trade to, to Rockets. But once he realized that, you know, training camp was coming soon and you just want to, you know, get out of the whole, you know, Knicks drama, melodrama, if you will, you know, he, uh, he agreed to waive his no trade clause and the trade kicker, which would have been $8.1 million to whatever team uh, would have acquired him in the trade. And he finally recant he finally recanted from his uh his uh rockets only um trade and uh unfortunately uh you know the Kyrie Irving trade you know went down he went to the Celtics and that basically was would have been the best um opportunity for the Knicks to have you know a, a star player coming back yeah but um he screwed us yeah with that said i mean you know, I was a fan of Melo. I mean, I, obviously he wasn't great defensively. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I do, I do feel he, he screwed us, you know, because, you know, he wasn't open to all these other trades before. I mean, you know, he was a, you know, he just has this, I'm, I'm just, I mean, what I wish Melo could have stayed and, you know, basically helped the team, you know, be you know try to push for a championship. Well, a playoff push, I should say, because the Knicks are far away from from our championship caliber team. Um, as painful as it is to say that, but I mean, obviously, we all know it. We all know that's a fact. But um, yeah, there was nothing. I, I just, I, I think, I think it was a decent trade. Obviously, you know, Thunder fleeced us. I mean, they got Melo. They got you know future Hall of Famer and a guy who you know, has a strong chance of winning a, a title, you know, if, uh, you know, what him and Westbrook and uh, George can, uh, you know, mesh together and, you know, overtake the Warriors. Right. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, Nick's got um, Cantor, you know, they get another big man. Uh, uh, Doug uh, McDermott, he can shoot. Uh, they get a second-round pick. Um, I mean... They're, you know, decent players, but they're not obviously a superstar player or, or even a star player. So, I mean, Nick's got – I mean, Nick's got fleece, but, I mean, at least they didn't get Ryan Anderson back in the trade had they – four trade. So, I guess it's just – I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm just, you know, would I prefer they had Melo and, you know, they could have turned it around and – the the youth movement with uh, uh, Nilakina, Porzingis, uh, Herman Gomez, uh, you know, had they, they you know they could have you know try to see what could have happened. Uh, would I be more happy? Yeah, but I mean, you know, was was done is done. I mean, the guys who they got back. I mean, obviously, you know, they're role players who who have a bigger role, you know, on this Knicks team. Uh, Noah's gonna come back from his from his twelve game suspension, you know, to finish the rest of his I think twenty game sus- suspension that started last year, you know, for um the PEDs. Um, but you know the Knicks, basically, the, you know the Knicks, they're they're on a nearly two decade re- redemption mode, you know, to try to 
get back to respectability. I mean, with the exception of 2013, the Knicks have been uh, dreadful, you know. But hopefully, you know, this team can, you know, gel together, you know, and be somewhat decent. But that's easier said than done. What's your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, you know, it's a uh, – I mean, this trade, it's a uh... – you know, when you look at it, um, what we got back, you know, it's we didn't get – I don't think it was a balanced trade. Uh, I mean, Cantor is – he's good in the post. I mean, he has solid numbers for a big guy, but, you know, um, you know, he's going to be a good – average to good player. So is the other guy. I forget his name that we got in the deal. Um, we did get a second-round draft pick, which might help us, you know, in the future, but um, that's not saying much. Um but you know, it's we have to get something done. I mean, Melo wanted out, and if we did keep him, he most likely wouldn't have been happy. It would have been a headache, you know, during the season. So we had to get rid of him, and now he's going to OKC, where he joins Westbrook and Paul George, and you know, they form a, the next trio in that Western Conference, which is going to be deadly with all those teams competing against each other. But uh, yeah, I mean, during Melo's time here, you know, he had his ups, he had his downs. You know, he did bring us to the playoffs um, three times, I think it was, um, especially yeah. that year where we made it to the second round but got uh, ousted by the Pacers. Um, but, you know, the last several years we have made the playoffs and, you know, it's a lot of trade rumors with Carmelo. And, uh, you know, it was best for both sides. And, you know, I wish Carmelo the best. You know, he he had a good career with the Knicks, you know, and – I'm, not, I'm just disappointed that, you know, we, he couldn't win a championship with us. Um, hopefully he wins it with OKC. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. And, you know, it's just a modern day NBA, man. It's like, you know, nobody has any loyalty. I mean, you know, everybody wants to go chase the title. I mean, I, I, I understand that. You know, it's important to win the title. You know, that's the number one thing you should win. But, you know, I think there should be loyalty on both sides, the owner, ownership side and the player side, you know, to try to turn it around. I mean, you know, I thought once Phil Jackson got fired, you know, he would have been open to staying around. But then again, he is getting up there. Uh, you know, his chances of, you know, winning a title is is slim to none, you know, sticking with the Knicks. So, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. It's just ever since the decision happened, you know, everybody's just and then you know Durant going to to um to Cavs. It's like everybody just, you know, it's like people don't want to do it the old school way of, you know, you know going, you know, either going going to a free agent place, you know, and you know going to like a a decent team or or a a below average team and you know just you know, teaming up with a, a player who's already there and building it up to a championship caliber team. Or, you know, you just end up being traded, you know, to that team without any backstage politics or you forcing yourself out of a certain place. But, you know, that's just the nature of the beast right now in the NBA. Everybody's just – it's just blatantly obvious. Everybody – it's just win a championship or else, you know. And yeah, well you – know, well, you know, in uh, with with Melo, let's not forget that when Melo came here, I mean, we we had Amari Stoudemire here um, when Melo joined, 
So Melo did have some pieces here to like help us contend. And he did, I, you know, for the first few years here, he did help us um, get to the playoffs. He, he, he rebuilt him and Stoudemire rebuilt the Knicks organization, made them a successful team for a while there, you know, but you know, he couldn't get the job done. And I mean, and why would you want to stick around after, you know, being booed in the garden, you know, trade rumors the last several years. I mean, I mean, if you were, if you're an employee at your company and, you know, you're hearing about you being traded to another company every day and you're being booed by, by uh, customers, you know, you wouldn't want to stick around either. No, so, I, mean, I understand the aspect for sure. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, like I was saying, like, um, there should be loyalty on both sides, you know. Yeah. Like I was saying, like I thought, you know, since once Phil Jackson, you know, that got fired, I thought, you know, that this, you know, since Phil Jackson was like the main person who wanted him out of New York, I thought it would have at least lessened it. But you know, it's time for both sides to move on. You know. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Phil Jackson didn't show any loyalty to Melo. You know, him being the star of the team, even though, obviously, they haven't, you know, won anything or they've never obviously went, you know, to the NBA Finals, you know, you know, during his, his tenure, you know. So, but, um, you know, it's just, a, I don't know, it's a sad, it's a sad day, I guess, you know, to be a Knicks fan, you know, to you know that a guy who had so much promise, a, home, a hometown guy, even though, you know, he grew up in uh, Baltimore, but, um, you know, that's, you know, basically that's, that's the way it is, man. Yeah. I'm sure it's not a sad day for people who booed them in the <laughs> garden. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It definitely yeah. is. It. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it was, it was best for both teams and, you know, just, uh, hopefully you guys just got to be optimistic about the next future and see what these guys are going to, these guys in the trade are going to do to help us. So right now, Porzingis is a franchise player now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about that. And, uh, you know, um, shifting gears uh, to WWE, uh, you know, the pay-per-view is coming on tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah, let's dive into it. Uh, what do you, um, what do you think is going to happen in the Cruiserweight Championship match between Neville and Enzo? Wow. Um, I could see this being an upset. I could see Enzo winning this one. Uh, I don't, think, you don't it, think I'd like to see it happen. I'd be, I'm rooting for Enzo, but I don't think it's going to happen. He has so much heat. Backstage. Like they had basically Braun Strowman beat him up for no apparent reason other than, you know, he has a lot of heat backstage and, the only reason why he's still in WWE is because he sells a lot of tickets and he's a fan. Wait, of uh, you mean uh, uh, in real life he beat him? Beat him up? No, no. Like in the storyline, he beat him up. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of people think that uh, me included that the only reason why Strowman beat him up randomly, you know, because the guy is like, like over a hundred to two hundred pounds more than you know than uh, than Enzo. That you know he had, you know it's a result of Enzo's backstage heat. Yeah. So that makes no sense for Braun Strowman to attack him. You know yeah. what I mean? Other than that reason. 
So, yeah, I think because of that backstage heat, I think Enzo's going to lo- lose at no mercy. And, you know, Enzo will end up winning the title later on, you know, down the line. Yeah. But then you know, after that about Austin Aries, and Austin Aries isn't with WWE right now. Yeah. Now moving on to Intercontinental title match, Miz versus Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan, you know, he won the six-pack challenge against the Hardy Boys. Um the Miz Taraz which with um you know um Bo Dallas and uh Curtis Axel. Uh the last person escaped me for whatever reason. Uh, I can't remember who the la- the other person who was in that, that match. But um yeah, Jason Jordan won and basically the match we thought we were gonna see at SummerSlam is gonna happen. So yeah, I think Jason Jordan's gonna w- win the title. Me think? too. Yeah, I think he's gonna win the title as well. I I think you might even see the Miz, Mr. Raj turn on the Miz. Maybe. I mean, I think that should definitely happen. You know, you know yeah. the Miz, Mr. Raj, like especially um, Bo da- Bo da- no, not Bo Dallas, rather Curtis Axel turning face and cha- you know feuding with the Miz, you know, for the aforementioned Intercontinental Title once yeah. Miz gets it back. That would be a, the best way to to revive uh, Curtis Axel. Definitely. You know? But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Miss retained it thanks to the to the um Miss Taraz. And uh congratulations to uh, Miz and um Iris. You know, they're gonna have their first kid. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Congrats. Congratulations to them. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and uh moving on to a match that um you know, sounds awesome on paper. Uh, but WWE is kind of messing up this feud, a feud that should be so awesome, and that's Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, as you know, SummerSlam, Finn Balor fought Bray Wyatt as the Demon King, uh, and you know he defeated him. But what really uh peeled me about the match was six days before it on Raw, they basically gave this exact match that we're gonna have tomorrow night ahead of time. So basically, Finn Balor defeated Bray Wyatt using the Demon King moniker uh, to defeat him. Now, tomorrow night, Finn Balor is going to fight Bray Wyatt, you know, as his regular stuff without the Demon King possessing him or whatever. Which, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. If they didn't use this match already, like a few weeks ago, to promote SummerSlam. Yeah. My thinking was was that basically they should have just had the match at SummerSlam and then have this same exact match tomorrow night without having a preview match of this match weeks in advance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just, to me, that's what really ruins it. I think the match will be good, but I don't, I don't think it will be as epic as it would have been as if they would have just left it as these two matches and not have them fight a little bit too much. Yeah, you're right. Um, but, um, yeah, with that said, I think uh, Finn Balor is going to re- win again. Yeah, Cause, me too. Because in that, that uh, throwaway match on Raw a few weeks ago, Finn Balor um, lost to Bray Wyatt. And then afterwards, Bray Wyatt humiliated... Um, you know, uh, Finn Balor, 
And then afterwards, um, you know, Bray Wyatt, uh, rather uh, Finn Balor, you know, you know, revealed that he's going to be the Demon King again, defeated um, Bray Wyatt, you know, at SummerSlam. And then afterwards, now Bray Wyatt has his whole, you can't beat me if you were, you know, you know, as a, you know, in your regular form, you know, which basically, um, you know, is the whole feud. So that's, that's basically that, you know, it should be a good match, but we'll see what happens. Then on the Raw title, you got the Dean, you got Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, two, two third of the remaining shield versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, this should be a good match. I think Dean Ambrose and Rollins will retain. I don't think they're going to lose the title this quickly after winning at SummerSlam. But then again, you never know with WWE. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, uh, you know, it, it could go either way with this match. I could see Cesaro and Sheamus regaining it. Mm-hmm. Then again, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins could retain it. I mean, it can go either way. I'm, I, I don't know, I'm 50-50 on this one. I totally agree with you on that. Then you got... The Raw Woman match, Fatal Five Way, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, Emma, and Nia Jax. Um, I think they're pointing towards Nia Jax winning, but I think Alexa Bliss will win somehow. And uh, and by any chance, if Sasha Banks actually wins it on Raw, she's gonna lose the title anyway. <laughs> Fifth time, she's like oh, a five-time champion already. I, I, I think so. Something like that. And she always keeps losing it on her on her title defense. I've never I've never seen that in wrestling history that you lose a title defense. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean it is what it is. But yeah, I think Alexa Bliss is gonna win. What do you think? I'm going with my girl Nia Jax. You know, I thought uh, she was gonna um, beat um, Sasha Banks um, last month mm-hmm. to. Uh, to go to the uh, what was that pay per view at the time? SummerSlam, I think. To uh, to uh, wrestle um, Alexa Bliss, but that didn't happen. Um, it ended up being Sasha Banks. But I think this go around. I think uh, you know, it's, Nia Jax is gonna win it. I have a feeling. I hope you're. I hope you're right. It, it'd be nice to see somebody else new win it. You know. Yeah. They're just they're they're wasting the they're you know they're. They're making people. They're compile. They're making these. I mean, all these ladies are phenomenal, but they're just making them compile the compile the titles a little bit too much here. Yeah, it's evident with Sasha Banks not even being able to defend the title not even one time on Raw or ever. But um, yeah, it, I hope you're right. I hope Nia Jax wins. You know, and then you know this this would set up a, a cool feud with her and Asuka. You know the. Uh, the now uh, the the former NXT champion, the you know undefeated NXT champion, who you know due due to injury she had to forfeit her title. Uh, so now she's gonna um, come on Raw, and you know she's mo- she's gonna like demolish the entire roster on her path to the title. Yeah, you know, most likely. So we'll see what happens. Then you know you got the main event. You got John Cena versus Roman Reigns, and um, yeah, I mean their feud, man, their ver- verbal feuds, man, it's been awesome. I mean, oh yeah, both guys aren't uh, you know very liked by the fans, uh, depending on what side you, you are. You know, some fans like love Cena, some fans think he stinks, some fans love Roman Reigns, 
the big dog, and some fans don't like him ever since he left uh, the Shield. So, yeah, they're they're both guys are really bringing it. You know, Roman Reigns is talking about, you know, how uh, you know Cena reportedly buries talent like Alex Riley, uh, you know, as evident in uh, Roman Reigns, uh, you know, promo uh, this past uh, week. Which I mean, he you know he he brought it home. You know he he made the comparisons of how Cena was trashing uh you know his uh you know Roman Reigns' real life cousin The Rock, uh you know by him, you know never leaving WWE, not doing movies, he's there for life and all that stuff. And you know Cena, you know he wasn't there to shoot you know to be on Raw, but he'll be there this Sunday. So you know. It does. It does. Cena does look hypocritical, you know, not being there on Raw. But to his credit, for the past couple of years, Cena has admitted that he was wrong about The Rock. And as I prophesied years ago, that Cena would be at this point where he can't wrestle and he can't wrestle on a full time basis because Father Time is eventually going to catch up to him. And um, you know, now he's a part time wrestler. And, you know, this feud is awesome, you know. Um, there, there's no – I mean, this, the feud is is great. You know, they're both, you know, guys who are, you know, really taking to each other, breaking the fourth wall, and everything that they're saying for, you know, seems legit. This is the first time Cena, you know, has been bringing it. You know, Cena has been bringing it on the promos, you know, this year. You know, um, his feud with Corbin – uh, Roman Reigns, um, you know he he he's been bringing it. You know it's been a great feud. Yeah, it, it has been, and these guys aren't aren't uh, universally loved by by all fans. So it's a it's a great feud. And uh, with that said, I think Roman Reigns will will win. You know, Cena will put over the talent. You know, the young younger talent, just like. The Rock put Cena over at WrestleMania 29, even though Rock didn't have to. But, you know, it is what it is. And I think Reigns is going to win. I think, uh, man, this one's tough, but uh, I'm going to go with, uh, man, I'm going to go with Reigns winning this one. Yeah, we're definitely in agreement with that, for sure. There will definitely be no mercy between both men, as we've seen evident on the mic. Yeah. This must be a good, this is this match should be a real good match, you know. Uh, shifting to SmackDown, uh, you know Kevin Owens, you know blamed his attack on last week's attack on Vince McMahon, on you know to Shane McMahon for you know basically um, making him attack Vince because all he when he saw Vince. When he was attacking Vince, he he was he, he felt like he was looking at Shane, so he blamed Shane for his for his vicious attack he did on Shane's father, Vince, of course. And uh, yeah, that that's gonna that you know that's basically gonna hype up uh, next month's pay per view event, Hell in the Cell. And uh, in other WWE news, um, they're gonna bring back uh, some WCW uh, pay per view events, but they're gonna be for live events. So one of the upcoming uh, live events is going to be named Starcade after, you know, the legendary WCW uh, WrestleMania-esque uh, pay-per-view event. But it's going to be a live event uh, later this year in uh, North Carolina, I believe. 
So I, I think that's where the the original Starcade was hosted. I think the first five. Oh really? Sentimental value, you know. So I mean that's a good thing. I just I just wish it was a legit pay per view event instead of having these stupid gimmicky pay per view events. You know, like you know what I'm saying, like. What's next? Great balls and fire. Yeah, great balls and fire. Nice finish <laughs> match. I mean, if it was a, like a uh, inferno match in it, that would make sense. But mm-hmm. some of these matches, like what? Uh, there's gonna be a chair pay per view event. I mean, I know they have tables higher than chair, but uh, you know, are, is there are they gonna come up with a, a chair pay per view event and be like, okay, guys, you guys are gonna feud at the chairs pay per view event using a chair match? Oh my gosh! It's like, it's so anticlimactic. If you're fighting at the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view event, I would assume the main event would be, a, wait for it, a Hell in the Cell match. I mean, come on. It's like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, other than a Royal Rumble, um, Royal Rumble, um, Survivor Series, King of the Ring, you know, most of these other pay-per-view events don't need to have a, don't need to have a gimmick attached to it. A Hell in the Cell match, I, I, you know, Hell in the Cell is my favorite, you know, um, gimmick match, but there shouldn't be a pay-per-view event named after it. It just spoils the surprise. Elimination Chamber, tables, adders, and chairs. It, it just, there's no point to having gimmicks name have pay-per-view named after it because it just spoils the surprise of what the main event's going to be, you know. Yeah, and, you know, uh, with the Starcade, um, you know, Starcade began in 1983, um, in uh, WCW, and um, just like how Hulk Hogan headlined um, the early WrestleManias, Ric Flair like headlined between 1983 to 1988. Ric Flair headlined about I'd say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those Starcade in the World Championship match. So he was almost in every championship match in the early Starcade, like Hulk Hogan was WrestleMania. So, so for Starcade, they should definitely bring out Ric Flair, you know, to like, you know, um, kick off the show maybe or have him there as a guest. Because I think he's from North Carolina too. Or, yeah. Or, or, yeah. I think he'll definitely be there. I mean, barring, you know, he did, he did have, you know, that uh, fall recently if he's healthy enough, you know, on his road to recovery. Um, I think he'll, I think we'll be able to make it, definitely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, that's why you know everybody had the whole Hulk Hogan Ric Flair dream match that they thought was going to happen in WWE, but that ended up happening at uh, WCW once once yeah. um, I mean, Hulk Hogan jumps ship, you know, '94. Um, but yeah, speaking of uh, you know a legendary guy, you know, other than Hogan and um you know, uh, Ric Flair jumping, you know, jumping ship on WWE and WCW. Um, yeah, we'd be remiss not to, um, you know, offer our, you know, sincere condolences to, you know, the family of uh, the late, great Bobby DeBrahinen. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, this guy was, our, this guy, I mean, this guy was arguably the greatest manager slash uh, color commentator in the history I mean, his um, pairings with with legendary wrestlers like the aforementioned Ric Flair, 
Andre the Giant, Rick Rude, um, I mean, the, Mr. Perfect, uh, the, the list goes on and on. It, it's, it's like right up there with his, uh, on, on, you know, on air, um, pairing with, um, the late great, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. So, yeah. I mean, this guy, he was, he was witty. I, I heard someone said that. I, I'm not sure where I, I heard it. I don't know if it was on YouTube or somewhere, you know, someone was, uh, made a, a great comparison to, um, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan being like the WWE, the you know the wrestling version of Rodney Dangerfield. You know the guy was really yeah. funny, but he never got the respect that you know he got in the business because back in those days we were brainwashed by you know wrestling to hate the bad guy and not appreciate you know you know uh, you know a genius you know on the mic. You know what I mean. Kind of like me and, uh, you know, a, a guy who's, you know, his contemporary, Paul Heyman, same thing. Back in the days, Attitude Era, I couldn't stand Paul Heyman. But then, you know, later on, you get older, you, you see how these guys work, how they could make, you know, fans, you know, have, you know, hate them or, or like them. You, you could see the genius of the, um you know, the, the manager and the, the, you know, color commentator guys, you know. Yeah. So, Definitely. Yeah, greatest manager of all time, indeed. Absolutely. But um, yeah, shifting gears um, uh, to um, uh, to to you know the NFL, uh, you know Jets Jets are gonna try to snap their zero two losing streak right now. Uh, tomorrow night, I should rather I should say tomorrow afternoon, when they host um, uh, the Dolphins, and um, looks like it's going to be a you know a tough day on, on the defensive side for the Jets. I mean, the only bright spot they've had was McCown. He's played well. Um, they they're going to need to they're going to need to um, do what what they did, you know. As a, collectively as a team, defensively and offensively in the first half against the Raiders, because they're gonna need the defense to step up, you know. Um, unlike they, unlike what they did in the second half, where you know the whole bottom dropped out, and you know that's the reason why you know the the Jets are zero two. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I mean, you know, Dolphins, you know they. You know it's gonna it, it should be a loss, but you know at least they're at home. Hopefully they could be you know uh, you know more competitive and try to win this game because if they don't, yeah, this season's gonna be f- finished before you can say hello. You played to win the game. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's just on a tough spot right now. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be tough. I mean they you know um, offensively you know they don't. They don't have many pieces of offense. Mm-hmm. You know, McCown has been playing all right, and they have, you know, um, uh, what's his face, J- Jermaine Curse playing. Uh, well, Jermaine Curse is probably their main offensive weapon at this point. Um, but some need, of these other guys have to step up for the, you know, help them need, out. They don't need Forte and uh, uh, Powell to, you know, have big games. You know, yeah. Dolphins defense, man. If not. It's gonna be another tough day in the office for the Jets. Yeah, and uh, the Jets are gonna be facing uh, G, you know um, Jay Cutler, a guy they should have signed. They're yeah. thinking of signing. 
Um, so he's going to look to, you know, kill the Jets for not signing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a definitely evidence. And uh, switching gears to, you know, uh, uh, you know, a team that wants to kill another New York team, and uh, that's going to be the Eagles. You know, Eagles are going to be hosting the Giants. Uh, you know, Giants are 0-2. Yeah, Giants are having a horrible season as well, man. You know, yeah, offense. Mm-hmm. Offense is not looking good. Um, in that game on uh, on Monday night against the Lions, you know, the Lions defense, well, our offense made the Lions defense look like world beaters. You know, they look like an all time great defense. Uh, Eli not getting time in the pocket to throw, getting sacked. Um, the running backs are not getting any lanes to run. You know, the offense doesn't look good. Um, I mean, Beckham played, but. He didn't do much. Um, I mean, we gotta, we need to kickstart that offense and you know do something because right now they're playing horrible and we have Eagles coming to town and you know this is a division game. We this is a must-win game early in the season. Uh, you, you're absolutely right, man. You hit on, you hit it right on the head, bro. Um, yeah, man. They 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 definitely need to turn this uh, ship around, or else the Giants and the Jets are gonna be playing golf. With with my Mets, uh, you know, Mets are just finishing off the season. Um, yeah, they had a weird game tonight. You know, they had Syndergaard start for his first start since, uh, you know, April 30th, I think, because he got injured against the aforementioned Nationals. Uh, but the weird thing is they, they put job rules on him. He only went five innings. I mean, rather, went the first inning on purpose. They made him uh, – he only pitched five – he only threw five pitches, got – Got uh, the 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 first guy to um, pop up, and then he got, he got uh, Murphy to hit into a double play to end that first inning. Then uh, Harvey relieved him for the first time in his career, and uh, you know he had a three nothing lead, a quick three nothing lead, but he gave it back. Then we went both teams continued going to the bullpen, and then afterwards, uh, you know, late in the game. Uh, you know, Murphy just kept crushed them with a home run. And, uh, you know, the Mets uh, fall to the Nationals. So, Murphy Murphy basically killed them yet again, man. Uh, you know, nothing you could say, an extra inning. He had a, he had a solo home run, uh, you know, to, to lead uh, the Nationals to the victory. And uh, this horrible Mets team, you know, Mets season is, uh, you know, Slowly going to a close, and most likely, Sandy Alderson is going to be resigned. Yeah, he's going to be resigned, but uh, it looks like this is going to be the end for Terry Collins. Either he's going to be fired or he's going to retire. So uh, yeah, basically, Jacob Ramey, uh, a guy, one of the guys that got in the trade. I think they got him in the the Granderson trade uh, recently. Uh, he's the one that gave up the game-winning home run to Murphy, so he takes the loss. Uh, yeah, basically, Poeki had a two-run single. Brandon Nimmo had an RBI double in a losing effort uh, against Steven Strasburg and the Nationals. And uh, basically, you know, the Mets need to rebound. And then now you got the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees, uh, they won tonight. What's your thoughts on it? Yeah, won tonight. Clinch a uh, playoff spot. So uh, we'll be seeing. Uh, we'll have to wait now. 
uh, until the season's over to find out who uh, will be hosting for that one game wild card sudden death game. Um, right now, Twins are still leading, but not by much. So it could be Twins, it could be Angels, it could be Rangers, it could be A's even. Uh, we're still waiting to see who our opponent will be in that uh, one game wild card. So uh, Yankees are playing real good. They've uh, 14 and 6 since September. Judge is hot again. This team uh, is playing at the right. They're playing well at the right time. Yeah, absolutely right, man. Congratulations to the Yankees. Uh, you know, clinching another playoff berth. And uh, you know, speaking of uh, playoff berths, uh, or, or I should say, champion. You know, potential champions. Uh, Big Brother just finished uh, Wednesday night. We all thought Paul was gonna win, but two years in a row, you know. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. You know, he he uh, systematically, like, tried to – he got everybody eliminated, you know. But, you know, his backstabbing, you know, got him – crossed him in the end when Josh uh, took him to the final two. But uh, Josh, you know, he won Big Brother. So, congratulations to Josh. You know, he became the first Latin uh, player to win Big Brother. You know, the guy who grew up a Big Brother fan. And uh, me and you – you know, we thought uh, he sh- Josh should have eliminated Paul. You know, yeah. because Paul he he was a, arguably the best player in the game, but uh, you know, it worked out for him. You know, Josh. So congratulations to Josh. And in my opinion, I don't think Paul should you know should uh, compete because basically his whole game, his whole friendship game, got blown up because everybody saw the you know the true side of Paul, how he was willing to do anything, backstab anybody most notably Alex, Jason, who was most loyal to him, you know, just so you could get that prize. But he, he came up short, uh, five to four. Uh, you know, uh, Cody was the deciding vote, uh, you know, basic both uh, Paul and Josh's nemesis got the deciding vote. So congratulations to to, um, to Josh on the win. And they're going to be celebrity um, big brother this fall. But uh, I want to thank you, Max, for coming on the show. Check out this show next week, Saturday at 11, Sports Urban Legend. Check out um, IMAC coming up at midnight. So I want to thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. God bless you all. See you guys next week. Peace. I'm Wayne Remo, and he's McConnell.